family on the mission. Yo, yo, what's up? This your boy, Money G, man. We back at it again. Fan Mission Podcast. And today we got a special guest. And I'm going to go ahead and bring him up in here, man, so y'all can. Hey. What? What? What is up, world? It's Julio Motivate Me. Let's go. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, man. So um, today we got a special guest, man. He motivational, man. He, man, y'all need to go check him out on um, Instagram, Facebook. He will motivate you. I've been checking out a couple of his videos and I've been stuck on there for like about an hour and a half just watch. And I seen the videos already and I don't even know why, but it was just, it was, it was good stuff. So. You know what I'm saying? He definitely had me intrigued into it. So let's get right into it. Yes, sir. Julio, what's going on, man? What you got planned? Man, I'm blessed. I can't complain, man. Just, uh, you know, just did my my morning ritual, if you will. Got the workout out of the way. Got my devotion out of the way. You know, kissed my babies and my wife. And and I'm I'm on the Fan Mission podcast now, so I'm ready to go. I'm, hey. ready, I'm ready to put up 30 with my boy Monty. Let's go. Hey, big blessings. Big blessings. You know what I'm saying? So... <laughs> All right, I got um I got a couple of questions for you. Um yes, sir. Tell me about the um what is it called? It's like do great and be great. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, man. So um I would say about eight years ago, um, I was actually evicted from a townhome. And I had just had my uh my my youngest baby. She was like two months old at the time. And um you know, obviously make a long story short, you know, we were going through that process, got evicted and, you know, just start climbing out of that hole uh, one step at a time. And uh, I got into the sales industry and for about three or four years, I was like the top salesperson killing it, setting records, breaking records. And I think I was like towards the last of my year and I had like the biggest month I've ever had. And, um, you know, everybody's congratulating me, managers, uh, co-workers, uh, everybody. And once everybody leaves, you know, I just kind of like sit there and I hear like that whisper of God in my heart go, what is a profit of man to gain the whole world lose his soul? Mm. So I was like, I'm like, wait a minute. Now, from the context of how I understood that. You know, that's someone who's like arrogant or whatever the case might be. Right. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm like, I'm not and I, and I don't have millions. Right. So I'm like, unless, Lord, you telling me we got a lot of zeros in the checking account. I'm like, I'm about to check my phone right now. So then after I ask him those questions, he goes, what I mean is, what is it profit to you to have learned everything I've taught you in the last five, six years to be able to get to the place where you're at? Because at that point, Monty, man, I could take any vacation. I could keep stacking my money. I could keep buying houses. Like life is good, bro. Like yeah. life is, I'm making doctor money without a doctor's degree yeah. from, you know, so anyway, so I'm like, there's really quote unquote, no limit. Right. So the Lord goes, man, what, what good does it do to you to learn everything I've taught you and not share it with anybody? Yeah. So then that's when like who will motivate me really started. But the do great, be great, man. It was just a really like just a Holy spirit moment, man, because I was, I then started vomiting everything I knew on Facebook. Like I just went on Facebook live, Instagram, whatever. And I just started vomiting everything I knew. I'm like, okay, God told me to share what I have learned, what he's taught me. So I'm like, wow. And at the end of the videos, 
in one of those like one of those videos it was like do great be great Pow. and i just feel like you know so many of us man we we want you know we want to believe that let go let god but we also have a responsibility and i believe that responsibility is to do great and be great so the mentality is to wake up every single day and do our part you know what i'm saying and do great and be great like i want to do great and be great you know what i mean yeah. it relates to my fatherhood my wife uh as a friend my workplace my career my business like working out whatever it is that i'm doing at that moment i want to do great and be great um and obviously you know relying upon the lord to do that man but that's kind of you know an overview of it okay okay well we gotta i got my praise button so we gotta give god praise you know <laughs> Hey, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So you know, you know, a lot of people like, and I like what you said. You know, you heard the whisper because I tell people God whispers so light. You would think it was your idea, but it was really God telling you. Yeah. And sometimes you can't hear the whisper from all the noise from friends and family and the the the, the life you live. You don't hear the whisper. Yeah. So sometimes when you're sitting by yourself, you know, you um you hear those whispers. Sometimes when you hear the word, you hear those whispers. You know what I'm saying? So well, they, they say <clears throat> they say that God whispers because he's so close. Mm. Mm. You know, so we just mm. I, mean, I mean that bar, right? Not bar. Not, not for me, but you know, I mean, man, he's he just so close. And, yes. you know, the thing is, man, like, obviously, you know where I stand, right? Like, obviously, you know, uh, you can say that I motivate. But really what I do, man, is just communicate truth with confidence, mm -hmm. right? But everything in the world has to have a title, right? Like, otherwise, that's how people can find things or identify whatever the case might be. But at the end of the day, man, like, you know, um, this is who I am. You know, this is my journey. And. And um, yeah, man, just having him whisper that day was life changing. And that's only because like you got to understand, like I was on the verge of destruction in the midst of my greatest. In, in the midst of being in, on top of my Mount Everest. Mm. Like I was literally like from a physical perspective, everybody could look at me and be like, man, he's at the top, top. And I was at my top, top. And God's like, you're on the verge of destruction. You didn't even know it. Because you can keep getting fat by yourself and then five years go by and then now you're miserable, you're addicted, you're depressed, you're discouraged, you're overweight, you're divorced, you got five women, you got three kids, you know, with different women, all kinds of like, bro, like it was, it felt so good. But yet God was like, look, I'm telling you, I know what could happen after this if you don't uh, become selfless with what I've given you and recognize why you are where you are. Okay. You know, and that's that's deep. So for the people that don't know his journey, you know what I'm saying? So I wanna I wanna rewind back, right? Okay. I wanna go back to um Yeah, we coming in hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I want you to talk about how did you feel? Remember back in the days, you know, um you got you seen something in me and you was like, man, I remember you was like, man, money, I want that, bro. I don't know what you got, bro, but I want that. And I told you what it was. Mm -hmm. And um, you went to go get baptized. Mm. 
and I still got the video footage. Bro, listen, this is how God works. You remember that church you used to go to, the Pentecostal church? Yep. I live two blocks from there. Mm. Right now. See? Like, and the reason why I love that church, so, okay, so when I seen that in you, obviously, you know, we were we were teammates and, uh, you know, doing the old ways, right? And then yeah. uh, I think we got away for a little bit. And then I think that's when you started going to church and then we got connected again. And I just seen something different in you, right? Like you, you just seem uh, clean in a way. Like you just seem fresh. You seemed alive, the look in your eyes. So I'm like, man, I want that, right? And uh, man, when we went to that church, I did get baptized. But I tell you what the life changing thing was there. I got the Holy Spirit there. Mm. That, mm. that right there was the life changing like moment, bro. I would not be here right now if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost. Man, amen. And, That's and the thing is, that. like, the thing is, it's like, I had, so when I went there and got the Holy Spirit, I was already going to a different church. But at the other church is where I, quote unquote, accepted Jesus as my Lord, right? Mm -hmm. But then when I went to this church, they kept, you know, they always prayed in tongues. So I'm like, man, I want to do that. And there was a African guest speaker there that day. And I'm like, man, if he touches me, it's game over. Like, if he touches me, I'm telling you, I'm getting the Holy Ghost and it's a wrap. You were there that day. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember the T-shirt I was wearing. It was like a green T-shirt, kind of plano uh, green T-shirt uh, or a button-up. And, man, I got the Holy Spirit. And I felt like I was floating for like 15 minutes straight. And, man, life has been good ever since, bro. It's been a challenge. Hasn't been perfect. It's been divine. And we've gotten victory every time we've come across a trial and tribulation. Hey, man, that's what's up. I'm proud of you, bro. Because, you know, I've been seeing you on your journey. And I'm watching you and I'm like trying to get in touch with you like, man, yo, because I want to tell you, I want to get your flowers now. And I'm like, it is crazy because you're like, I say, man, you want to be on my podcast? And I know I haven't heard from you in years. You're like, yeah, let's set it up. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know, so and I like to tell people, you know, she said, congratulations. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I and. And I'm, I'm so proud of you, bro. And, you know, we've been through a lot. But my thing was, I know my purpose was trying to reach out because I came from a, 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 you know what I'm saying? It was a kind of rough place. So but even though we God need them people to reach out for them people that's in rough places. And I think that's what he was using me for. He was using me to grab people out the fire, like grab people because you know, I had something about me that people was like, man, I want to mess with him, but didn't know that I was going to bring you over here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, man, come on over here, man. And, you know, and you 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 asked for it, though. You said, man, bro, I want to be down. I want to be down, bro. Yeah. I need to say, man, you know, you want to be down with me, bro? I said, man, you got to, man, you got to get baptized. You got to do it. And you was like, man, whatever, man, whatever you got, bro, whatever you got on you, I want that, that on me, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you know, obviously, thank you, man. But, you know, the flowers, you know, I, I you know, I, I take the flowers and just pass them on to the Lord. Right. And I, and I yeah. certainly appreciate uh, what you're saying. And, and I understand the context of it. But, um, you know, the Bible says that, you know, you know, behold, I stand and knock at the door, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I've just learned, man, in the last probably three years that, you know, just by, you know, uh, interacting with different people like uh, he's just such a gentleman that he will not make you do something you don't want to do. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just like if if you don't want it, you know, he can't force it on you. And and really, that's not what he wants anyway. But, man, yeah. it's been a it's been a journey, man. It, we, you know, we still not done. We're still going strong. And, um, you know, I thank you for uh, the decision that you made, you know, years ago, um, you know, to start going to church. You know what I'm saying? It, it definitely influenced me. Uh, it made me see something different. And the beautiful part about this journey, man, is that we don't have to uh, come up with conclusions. You know, we, we just got to accept whatever's going on at the moment. You know, so I, I don't I don't know what's going on, but I just know God is active. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and I'll take that. So, hey, I'm just happy to be. You know what I'm saying? Just, that I can meet a friend like you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So um, I was watching. Um, I was watching one of your videos and you was talking about your daughter and you were teaching her how to ride a bike. Oh, mm, I know. And you told her that you was created to ride this bike. Come on. So what do you mean about that? Boy, we, man, listen, when I tell you about the Holy Spirit, man, I, man. Um, so, you know, in prayer, God's like, look, you, uh, you got to start teaching Mariah how to ride the bike. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll teach her whatever. And he goes, but look, before she gets on the bike, you got to look at her in the eyes, get on one knee and get eye level with her and tell her before you get on this bike, I just want you to know that you were created to ride this bike. Mm. Now you're going to fall though. You're going to trip. You're going to get scarred up. You're going to bleed. You're going to cry. You're going to get frustrated. But every time that happens, remind yourself, I was created to ride this bike. Mm. And Man, like when I tell you, that's literally what God is saying. I think a lot of times in life, we if you start in a business and you know, and, and you get you're on like this high, you know, and you're like, man, it's gonna do great and be great. You know what I mean? It's gonna it's gonna flourish. And then you start coming up against trials and tribulations, or customers are not coming in as you thought they would, or you're not making as much money as you would, or things aren't clicking. And most of the time people give up. But it's like you got to keep going because you were created to be successful. Mm. Like you were created to do great and be great. Like we were not created to fail. We were created to go through trials and tribulations, but we were not created to fail. Like failure is like you done. Like failure is you ain't got nothing left in the tank. We were created to be, to replenish, to be refreshed, to, to keep going. So man, when I told her that, Man, she fell. She cried. She told me, Daddy, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I just want to go play in the trampoline. And I said, look, you got to get on this bike because God created you to ride the bike, man. And I tell you, a week later, she was up and down the street. She was up and down the street, man. And I just yeah. think it's so important for us to understand that. Like, you know, before we got live on the podcast, you know, like, man, like people knew you or know you as Chico from back in the day, right? From making beats. But I'm like, you know, and that's part of our identity, right? Like I had to go through an identity, like transformation and understand who does God say I am? Like, what does he call me? Right? Like, cause people call me Chico on the streets and they know me by making beats and, you know, smoking weed and all that. But I'm talking about like, what does he say about me? Right. right? And when he looks at me, he says, okay, you're Julio motivate me right now in the season. 
And what does that mean? That means you were created to do great and be great. So I want you to communicate truth with confidence and share the things that I'm sharing with you to your own children or your own wife and give that truth to somebody else. Like that is truth, bro. Like you were literally created to ride that bike. Yeah. Point blank period. And, um, you know, it's so good for her, man, to learn that at the age of five. Like, you know, I'm hoping that she has a strong remembrance, uh, strong memory as she gets older. And she'd be like, man, I remember when daddy told me I was created to ride this bike. And she'd be like, I got to keep going on this business or this journey or my marriage or whatever. Created for it. it applies to everything, man. So, man. yeah, I appreciate you asking about that. That was that was life changing. Hey, that was dope. And I seen the video when she was riding the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Back. I was like, oh, snap. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Yeah. I'm like, bro, that was that was deep. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but let me share one more thing on that. So what I did, watch this. What I did, the Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Here's what I did. So even though I told her she was created to ride the bike, on the video, uh, I don't know if you could see or on other other videos, I was chasing her. Yeah. While she was trying to ride the bike, and making he- sure that she wouldn't get hurt, hurt. like that bad. And then I seen you let go. You just let go. And she was gone. And there was something in, in, right there in the road. And she went over past it. Yeah. I said, oh, she got it. Yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to tell somebody, man, whoever watching, I'm telling you, God's right there. Yeah. That's so why he was there. Even though it feel like he let go, he's still there. Oh, 100%. Like, you got to understand, like, I try to be a good father. But he is the father. Mm. Mm. like i'm (laughs) he is the father like there's no he is the definition of of a father so the bible says that man if 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 your earthly father is willing to give you good gifts how much more am i willing to do for you Mm. so i mean i was just chasing her man just tired you know what i'm saying and uh trying to catch her and avoid like you know uh like real bad, you know, a bad accident, if you will. And obviously she didn't, but um, I think that's important to put in there too, man, because I think a lot of times, you know, it's good for us to believe that we're created to ride the bike. And then, you know, we start falling and then we feel like we're alone and mm. we're really not. Mm. He's mm-hmm. right there, man. He's right there. And, and something else you said about failure, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like when you fail, you run out of gas, you, you, you you're done for it. But don't mix up failure from mistakes because we learn from our mistakes. Like you say, she failed and she got back up and she did it again. That was a mistake, but then she won't do it again. She know not to slow down and she'll fall over. She know, okay, keep my momentum, keep speeding, and I got it. I got it. Now the wiggling, now I'm straight. So it's just like that's like just because you made a mistake, you didn't fail. Well, the thing is, is you got to ask this question, right? Like the power is in the question. So you got to ask this question. Did she actually make a mistake? Mm. She ain't never done that, bro. Right. So, yeah, right. She didn't make a mistake. You're right. She didn't make a mistake. See how that works, though? Because when you're starting that business or you get in a marriage or you're starting whatever it is that you're doing that God is calling you to, you start making mistakes, you start failing, and then you go, I'm making mistakes, I'm failing. But, But you never did it before. So, so where, where are you getting, like, uh, a friend of mine said, what, uh, basically what, 
measure? What metric are you using to measure that? Mm. I'm telling you, man. We kind of, are we on the Fan Mission Podcast? Man, we on the Fan Mission Podcast, man. You already know, man. We trying to motivate people, inspire people, and, and bring clarity, man. So, hey, you just, hey, just woke me up with that when you said, you know, quit saying you even failed or made a mistake. This your first time doing it. Bro, like, but that's that's what society has taught us, though. Mm, mm, mm. Like, that's... that's- that's yeah. that's what that's what motivation you know speakers do right like you know uh failing forward you know if you make a mistake yeah. and it's like all oh, that sounds beautiful but it's it's a horrible truth mm. like the thing is man like and that's why it's so important to understand who we are in christ though that's what god was trying to teach her and teaching me at the same time like how you know she made a mistake she ain't never done it right so if you start thinking that you're making mistakes, now you're blaming you. You're you're now you're shifting the power from him helping you to I was doing it on my own. And that's what God did to me when I was on top of my Mount Everest. He said, listen, wait a minute here. <laughs> you 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 got it down. You know, you got the routine down. You 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 making doctor money without a doctor's degree and you know, you got the financial advisors, you got all these types of things, but um, who taught you that? Right. Who got you there? Mm. Who who did that? I did that for you. Right. But you, you, you are now on the verge of, you got so many people congratulating you. They're starting to ask you, how did you do it? Mm. And then what am I going to say? This is how I did it. Well, you're playing with fire when you do that. You now you being the love of yourself now. You exalt. And I tell people that it's you know, that's why I kind of slowed down on the, on the music when I did, because I said I would listen to it with a different ear, and I heard a whole bunch of I, 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 this, I, that, I and I'm like, bro, did you really do this yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I just didn't like the way it sounded no more. And I was like, damn, bro. I'm like, that's not, that's not, no, man. Yeah. It don't sound right. So I got another question, man. Um, yes, sir. Because, you know, I usually do an hour power, you know, you know what I'm saying? 30 minutes about this and 30 minutes about that, you know, but, but man, we already chopped up for 20 minutes. So <laughs> I got another question. Yes, sir. How important it is for someone to have a life coach? Mm. Man, so again, right, we got to be careful. And and the reason why, and so the reason why I say that is because I'm right now and where I'm at in in, in life, man, like I'm so uh, careful about making sure uh, I don't uh, allow room for counterfeit sources for the source. So what I mean mean by that is, uh, so a life coach is is important okay mm-hmm. but from a biblical perspective in proverbs it talks about you know uh if you surround yourself around wise men like that's that's what's really important so a life coach is just really surrounding yourself with someone that's wiser than you right, right? like someone that's doing things better than than you are right now maybe they're at a better place financially matter they're uh they're at a better place uh physically healthy 
you know, in their marriage and all those types of things. So you want to seek people that are actually living that and have a track record of being consistent in that. However, life coaches are a lot of times are very fleshy, right? They're very like, you know, jump 20 times and then do a backflip and then that's going to make you successful. So then all these life coaches are consistently leading you to success, success, success. And I just think that a mentor, you know, a healthy mentor, spiritual mentor can lead you into what God got for you. Right. So I think it's extremely important, man. I I don't personally have a life coach, but I got people around me uh, who I trust, who I can call upon, who can tell me what metric are you using to measure what you just said to me? Mm. You know? So, you know, and I was just asking because at one point in my life, I said, you know what? I need a life coach. Mm. But then, you know, I was like, you know what? I don't need a life coach. I need to just have some time to myself and coach myself and ask myself these uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Well, asking these questions, like you said, it's the question you ask. You know, you can't say you failed and it's your first time doing it. Right. You know, yeah, and, no, I and, think I think you know it's healthy to to think by yourself, but it's it's dangerous not to seek help. Yeah. Right. So like, you know, I, I think I think they complement each other. You know, I think you should do the the by yourself, but I think you should seek out a life coach, you know, but just seek out a life coach. Maybe I didn't communicate that correctly. Seek out a life coach that matches what it is that you value, right? Mm. If you are a a Christian or a believer, you know, and you believe in God and, and, and your faith and you want, you know, at the end of your life, you want God to say, you know, well done, good and faithful servant, then look for that person that can provide that for you. And, you know, and be like, that's who I am to whoever, you know, comes to me, right? Like, this is, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is who I am. This is what you get. Mm. I, you, I can't life coach you without God. Mm. Like, I just... To me, that's the source of life. So right. anything I give you, I'm lying to you. Mm. So, you know, I'm going to give you scripture. I'm going to give you tangible things to do too. Like, hey, you know, watch your nutrition. Are you exercising? You know, maybe waking up in the morning a little bit earlier, you know, um, going for a walk. Like there's tangible things you could do, but they have to be like, you know, led by God. That's when it works. If you're just trying to do things because you're trying things, that's probably where you actually start making a lot of mistakes and failing, to be honest, because you're yeah. just trying anything. Because you're trying anything. So yeah, you just got to be careful with that. Yeah, that'll get you nowhere fast. Yes, sir. So you say, um, tell me about this. Don't wait until Monday. Ooh, another one. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just... You know, so then don't wait till Monday. Really, I learned it when I worked in the sales industry. Like the last week of the month, uh, every salesperson, every manager would be running around, man, with their like chickens with the heads cut off. Like they were giving people deals. They're trying to scrape for deals. They're calling people. They're coming in early. They're staying late, so on and so forth. And I'm like, can you imagine if they treated every day like that? Mm. Can you just imagine that? And I learned that too, because a, a few months before that, I was one car deal away from getting like a $2,500 bonus. And 
I treated every day like I was one car deal away from my bonus thereafter. You know, so the don't wait till Monday, I just, man, like so many people are just waiting till Monday to start reading their Bible, wait till Monday to start exercising, start losing the weight that they need to for their children and themselves, you know, wait till Monday till they make that phone call to the dad who they haven't talked to for years and, you know, their life is bitter and so on and so forth. And then, you know, they end up passing away on Monday. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, you know, in the last year, like we've buried probably three family members, you know what I'm saying? So just you cannot wait till Monday. You know, if it's Wednesday right now, if it's like right now, it's Tuesday, right? Like right now is Tuesday. Whatever it is that you need to do to make changes to your life, to get forward, to move forward, just start right now. Mm. Just start. Do not wait till Monday. Because mm. the thing about it, too, is, man, like I've watched people wait till Monday and catch cases and be in jail right now. Yeah. Like I always say, I say, um, I mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I always say, um, don't make a promise in life that's not promised. Like, don't wait until like you know Monday I'm gonna do this, and like you say, Friday night something bad could happen or can hold you up. Yeah. So don't wait until Monday when you come up with that idea. Start on it right then and now. Right now. You right. know, just like when you was like, oh man, I'm running a little late. You know, I was exercising. I say, oh, man, he, well, he said about an hour. I jumped down, did a couple push-ups. Come on. I said, because that's what was in my mind. My mind say, right. dang, he, he he said he was running late because he's working out. What happened to your push-ups in the morning? You got up in the morning and you did your thing and you did your research and you did all that. What happened to them, push them, what happened to them 100 push-ups in the morning? Yeah. Got them okay. all out the way. Yeah, man. And, and I just, like... A lot of people are just one decision away from a better life. Yep. And and it just starts with the don't wait till Monday. Don't wait till Monday. You know what I mean? Like I it just it's just so important, man. Not only because of what you said as far as you know, life not being promised, but also with the principle of like you procrastinating too much. So you need to break that habit. Yep. Like a lot of times the reason why we're not getting ahead in life is because we have certain obstacles and habits in our lives. We're self-sabotaging our own future, and we don't even know it. Mm. Like, you're so used to saying, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like, you get so used to that, that before you know it, five years then passed by, and you still haven't gotten your GED. You still yeah. haven't gotten your real estate license. You still haven't started the business. You still haven't said yes to the Lord. You still haven't gone to church. You still haven't hugged or brought flowers for your wife or you know started treating your kids better whatever the case might be and perfection is not the goal because that perfection don't even exist right flat out like if you're chasing perfection it, it it don't it don't exist but peace do and that's a different conversation but the, the the thing about it is man you need to break habits and this mental barrier of procrastination otherwise down the road i've met people who are 50 60 older than i am and they get real rigid, man. They get real bitter. They get real sour about life. And it's like, I'm just trying to make sure that I can just take the steps necessary so that when I get old in the name of Jesus, uh, you know, in his will, then I could just just be peaceful, you know, and just keep yeah. moving forward. Yeah. And a lot of that bitterness come from regrets. Mm. You know, it regrets about the things that they should have did, you know, um, and now they up the age where they thought they wouldn't go live to see 70, 80. 
and they they probably didn't say I'm sorry to that one person. They probably didn't treat their kids or buy them flowers for their wife. All these things they could have did. And they was waiting for that perfect moment. Like I always say, how can you do something perfect in an unperfect world? Like, don't try to try to be perfect. Just, just do the actions. So a lot of people just be bitter because they like, man, I, I should have, would have, could have. Mm-hmm. And they living with that guilt. And it's yeah. eating them up and it's making them mad. Yeah. I I tell my wife sometimes we don't we don't speak Sudanese. Mm. What just, is that? Like shoulda, like Sudanese. We don't speak Sudanese. Sudanese? Or Woodanese. Or Woodanese. Or Kudanese. Or Kudanese. Yeah, shoulda, coulda, woulda. We just don't speak that language, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just don't tolerate it. Cause look, man, like recently, uh, you know, we we had uh, buried a family member. And someone came in uh, and just lost it. Like, just, man, just lost it. And the thought I had was, there's something that she didn't do or say mm-hmm. that just broke her. Yeah. You know? So, man, like, you know, uh, you know, certainly don't want to scare anybody or, you know, or, or uh, you know, give the jibbies to somebody. But it's just yeah. truth, man. It just, I think when you live your life this way, uh, you're just more effective is the point. You're just more effective. You're not procrastinating. You're not waiting till Monday and you get into what you need to get to. Hmm. Yeah, on the real. So <laughs> tell me about this winning culture. Hmm. Because a lot of us where I'm from, you know, we say this is the culture that we do. And it's it, and it bothers me because I'm gonna let you answer the question, but it was it was it was it was it was mind boggling to me because like when you say somebody died at the funeral, after the funeral, we get some drinks, we get some smoke, and or when somebody get out of jail, they get some drinks and some, and I'm like, but you're gonna send them right back to jail for drinking and smoke. Or they just died from cancer and now you smoking. I said, man. And they say it's a culture thing. So what is a winning culture? Because obviously that ain't it. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean they winning. But they just ain't getting the results they need to be getting. Mm. I mean, that's their winning. You know, yeah. um, I mean, they got a W on going right back to where they were. That is a win as it relates to that culture. Okay. Like that culture set up for that. Right. But uh, a positive, clean, healthy uh, winning culture is just creating those habits, man. Like understanding what it is that you value and make sure that you value what you value. And stick to that every single day. When temptation comes, when opportunities come, you know, like uh, recently, you know, I was given an opportunity, man, like, you know, I could go somewhere to a different state and make $750,000 a year. Mm. Bro, from where we come from, that's a whole lot of money. Like, you got to be like some type of magician with, you know, doing surgery on hearts to make that kind of money, you know, here in, in Rochester, Minnesota, where I'm from, where I live. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, but the, the reason why I bring that up is because uh, understanding. No, but if I move down there, that would mean I couldn't see my family for at least six months. Mm. And we just can't do that. We can't do that, bro. Like money cannot replace the days and hours that I'm not going to be with my family. So because I understand what I value and part of my values is I value my relationship with my kids. 
I value my relationship with my wife. I value my relationship with God. I value my relationship with myself and I value my values. Mm. Right? So when you have these values, you have these positive, clean habits, you start, you create your own winning culture and you start getting results in the way that you should be. Now I come back home. I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to sit in front and, and, and tell you it was an easy decision. I actually went down there for 10 days and came back and I was like, I got to go. Like I, I run, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you like, you start tasting it and you're like, Oh, Oh, you know, I may be okay. You know, I may be able to fly them out every month. You know, maybe you know, you're making that kind of money, you know, we'll take, you start telling yourself these beautiful uh, reasons that end up being poor excuses. I'm doing this for my kids. We're going to take trips. We're going to do this. I'm going to do this for my parents. And, before you know it, your values are sitting over here going, you forgetting about us. You forgetting yeah. about us. Right. We, we got to be careful. So just setting up that winning culture, man, it's just setting up positive things that can create the results for where you want to be. Mm. Right. So exercise is something that I have to do because it's going to allow me to be mobile when I'm 50, 60, 75 and 80. Like that's a, I'm going to be winning in the name of Jesus when I'm 60, 70, 80 and 90, like that's good. Right. But if I'm hanging out with the wrong folks who are procrastinating, who selling dope, doing dope, or just have negative habits too, man. Like it's not all about drugs. Like maybe they're just toxic folks. You know, they just like to talk about other people. Maybe they just say that the system is built against them and they, you know, making up all these excuses. You don't want to be around folks like that because when they get 30, 40, 50, 60, man, they're going to get real rigid. So just setting up that winning culture, man, is so important. Like you are who you become like, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, my, one of my favorite basketball players, you know, is he blamed all his success on training camp. But he set up the training camp the way he wanted for according to the results that he wanted at the end of the season. So a winning culture is just that in your life It set up your training camp training camp for how you want to live your life mm. Mm. i just think a lot of people don't do that man because we're so pressured money we're so pressured bro by you got to be successful you know 10 rules to get successful uh do number one do number two like bro we got people jumping out of 29 floors i don't know if you heard about that girl who jumped out of the 29th floor like she was like miss america or something like that like bro like how like the culture is set up to de to destroy you, to deceive you, mm. right? But you got to take control and say, how do I want to live my life? What does God's word say about how I'm supposed to be living? That's true winning. Now that takes discipline. It takes sacrifice. It's not easy, bro. It is a consistent battle. But man, the more you keep doing it, the better you get and the more peace you experience. Yeah. Unreal. So... You know, I be seeing you. Um, see, man, you, man, I can talk to you all day, man, because you be talking that talk, man. And that's <laughs> why that's why I need you on the show, man, because people need to hear this, man. Yeah. So y'all make sure y'all follow my boy Julio. My boy, what is that? Julio motivation me or Julio motivate me? Yes, sir. It's all together. Julio, yes, Julio motivate me. Follow him on Instagram and on Facebook. You got a Facebook, right? Yes, sir. Yep. 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 And um, 
So what up, what's up with your clothing line? Yeah, man. So, you know, really the clothing line was just a, a way to, um, you know, just allow people to uh, digest what I was saying and then like put it on and then like kind of be reminded throughout their day, you know, mm. like, hey, man, Julio was talking about do great, be great. And then as soon as they have the T-shirt or the hoodie, you know, they may be working out or at work or at a family gathering or something like that. And it's like, you know, you may look down or somebody may ask you, oh, what does that mean? And you start having this conversation. It's just a just a, a a tangible piece that you can have on that you could just be reminded about what it is that I have been talking about, you know. So that's really all that was, man. But yeah, yeah, man, I like that. And I was like, okay, I see him go with a little wear on. I say, man, I like them. I like the little clothes. And you had the black shirt with the um with the orange and the red. It was something and I say. Oh, that's dope. That's I like that color. I'm like, I'm gonna see what's up with that yeah. when I get off the line. I'm gonna see where you where can they find your clothes at? Uh www.huliomotivateme.com. Uh, okay, okay, that's what's up. Okay. So, yeah, and I gotta give a shout out to my wife, man. She's the one that designed the the designs and you know, the one that really um brought up the idea about doing it, to be honest. Uh so it's you know, props to her and, and, um, you know, she was busy doing that. So man, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That that's the whole family on a mission because your wife, she right there on the side of you helping you out. And people don't understand that, you know, that's what God put the wives and the men together for. So we can mm -hmm. work with each other. Yeah. hundred so, percent. And, um, you know, I know you talk about God and you talk about, but man, what is your favorite, worship song oh that's a good one um i got a couple man i can't say one uh but there's this one uh it's by elevation church uh is it's called uh or it goes something like um i should look it up um i think it's called atmosphere and um you know basically just talking about the presence of god man just being in the atmosphere, you know, I just love that song, man. I, I didn't spent one time. I spent like an hour just listening to that song on repeat crying. Like it was just so powerful. And then the other one is that, um, by Hillsong, the, um, the, uh, spirit lead me, uh, you know, where, uh, where my feet may fail or something like that. But man, it's, it's, yeah, those two, man, they're, they're, they're strong. Okay. For me. Okay. That's fine. Cause I know you listen to it, but, um, so the kind of I know you said the songs, but do you still make beats? Nah. No? I nah. guess I just knew you made those motivation beats when you said, man, you it was one video, you say, man, I, I made this motivation beat and I want y'all to listen to it. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I dare just like, you know, just having fun. Um but uh, not like consistently or, you know, like, yeah, it was just a, a in the moment, you know, mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, you got to realize that all the things that we did is it brought us to the place we at right now. So you making motivational beats, you know, you setting up the mic, you know, all this stuff. It's, it's from the music that we did. You know, mm -hmm. so that's how we learn how to do it. It's like we being engineers. So yeah. if we didn't know how to do this, we'd be stuck like, man, I want to do this. But we'd be making those excuses like everybody else. Like, man, but I don't know how to do nothing. I don't know how to work the computer. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. 
But we know how to do it because we like, man, when I was wrestling with the music, I know exactly what this is. Yeah. I know. So that's how God works. You know what I'm saying? He wants you to you figure it out yourself. So yeah. this is a question I always ask people. If you can talk to your 16-year-old self at the age you're at right now, what would you tell them? Be patient. Be patient. Mm. Be patient. Uh yeah, be patient, man. Take uh uh do not do not discount small steps. Just be patient. As long as you're making steps forward, you're gonna get to wherever you're supposed to be. Just be patient. Mm. Do not be in a rush. You know, um when I was so you gotta understand, man, like I grew up poor, like poor, poor, like brushing your teeth with salt and water poor. Like living in a storage room in a funeral home, poor. Like going a week without eating, poor. So the dream was always to be rich, man. So when we came, it's like that's that's the only thing we wanted to do. You know, we were in a rush, in a hurry to get rich because it would fix all problems. It would fix health problems. It would fix food problems. It would fix happy problems. It would fix housing problems. It would fix transportation problems, clothing problems. It would fix all problems. And then I found out that was the problem. That was the problem. I often ask you that. I'm say, well, did you find out about being rich? Oh, 100%, man. That that was the problem. That was the problem. So just just be patient. Like, you know, the, the thing about it is, man, it's like, you know, if you're in, like, so where I live, right, Minnesota, if I want to go to Minneapolis, I just get, I have to get on Highway 52. And if I stay on Highway 52, at 60 miles an hour, I'm going to get to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. But those who are cutting in and out, doing 75, 85, end up on the side of the ditch, end up, you know, getting in a serious car accident, whatever the case might be. And I just feel like Highway 52 is God's plan for me. If I just stay on God's plan, I'm going to get to my destination. Yeah. And at the end of that destination, there's abundance. Uh, we're not going to lack nothing. There's not no trip we can't take. There's not no you know vehicle we can't enjoy. There's not going to be an abundance of food supply. Uh, you know I'm going to be peaceful internally. Uh, I'm going to be excelling in my gifts and talents. You know my marriage is going to be solid. My relationship with my kids is going to be good. I'm going to be making a difference in my church. I just got to stay on Highway 52. So just be patient. Find your temple, and that's it. Look, I'll tell you one thing. So one time, man, I took I did a fast. And um, just wanted to fast, man. I just felt like I needed to go deeper with the Lord. So all I did was like water up until like four or five o'clock for like three days straight. So I just wake up, just water up until four or five. And on the third day, you know, it was like, okay, I'm going to turn in the fast, if you will. Right. So uh, I'm just kind of shutting it down, talking to the Lord right here in this room, actually. And, uh, you know, just talking to the Lord. And, um, you know, I'm going to enjoy dinner after this, after prayer. And then he goes. He goes, patience is the temple which life was created to be lived at. Mm. Patience is the temple which life was created to be lived at. Mm, mm, mm. So find your temple. Mm, patience. You got to be rushing to. Yeah. So I would, this that, man. And, and, and look, like I said, man, I hopefully anybody that's listening, like we haven't arrived. Like I am not like know it all. I got it all together. Like it's a consistent, 
uh, fight in, in a good way, like just consistently making steps forward, consistently reminding myself of these truths that I'm sharing with you, you know, and even by me sharing these with you, you're asking me questions that I haven't thought about in a while. So I'm like, oh, man, like, man, God's been real good. So just it's just a consistent journey, man. Like it's I'm on Highway 52. Mm. Just, I'm just rolling, man. I ain't going, I ain't speeding. Yeah. I ain't going too fast. I ain't going too slow. But I know I'm going to get there. When I had that opportunity to make $750,000 a year, you know, that was an exit out 52 and take Highway 63. Mm. I was going to end up in Iowa. I'm supposed to be in Minneapolis. Dang. See, that's crazy. So, if you had any, if you can give the kids some advice, what would you tell them? Well, first and foremost, man, I'd tell them you got you got to accept Jesus. That's number one. I know at age 16, 14, or 18, you know, when you say kids, I guess I'm thinking young. So at that yeah, like age. 20, under 20 and down. So, I mean, at that age, you know, I know it don't sound cool. It, it sounds weird. You know, you got other things like scrolling and the culture and, and they're just better things. But I'm telling you, man, all you got to do is just get to a church and, and just accept Jesus. That's number one. Like, make sure that your soul is going to the right place when you're done. Mm. So that's number one. So do that ASAP. And then after that, man, just surround yourself with people that are doing the things where you want to be in life later in life. So I know at your age, you know, being young from eight to 20 under, you know, because we have this phone, right? We got this phone. So we, you know, we're seeing uh, young kids getting record deals independently or whatever. And, you know, driving Rolls Royce and hundred thousand dollars in their pockets and, you know, cultures painting this picture. So we said, man, we could do that too. Well, I'm telling you right now, like there's, especially after the pandemic, a lot of artists found out real quick they weren't as powerful as they thought they were. So I would just say, man, just be careful. Like there's an artist right now. Uh, his name is Jay uh, Belvin. And he put out a Spanish song, bro. And he he's basically saying sorry to the young kid in him. He's apologizing to that little boy who used to dream about being an artist because he goes, where we are right now, I'm completely lost. Mm. And I'm just telling you, like, it's not everything is not what it seems, man. So choose carefully. Right. So take the time to visualize what you want your future to look like. You want it to look like peace. You want it to look healthy. You want to have good relationships around you. You want to be relaxed. You want to be making good money. You want to have a good marriage and enjoy your kids. Like take time to visualize that and then make sure that your training camp is set up right and have those people around you who are heading in the same direction, uh, not the same place, but in the same direction. You know, I, I think that's what I would say, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. So, yeah, I know we got about, got about 10 minutes, man. I know I don't want to hold you hostage for a long time. You know what I'm saying? We do this little hour of power. So we're going to, um, let me see, what's another one I can ask you real, real quick? Yeah. Um, when was that, do you remember that point in your life where 
you didn't have Jesus in your life. And you remember how you felt when you just broke down crying and said, you know what? I just got to. I just got to let go and let God take the wheel, man. I can't do it no more, man. I thought I had it under control, but I don't. Yeah. So uh, you remember we used to live at this like mobile home and um, it was me and my two other cousins that lived there. Oh, yeah. That's when I met you. Yeah. yeah. So, man, that, you know, all I did is smoke, weed, drink, make beats, bro. That's all I did. That's like mm-hmm. all I did. And uh, at that point, you know, I had a, a vehicle and I was in a different relationship and I had some money and, you know, still making a little bit of money here and there. But uh, it got to the point where all I wanted to do was just smoke, drink and make beats. So like I didn't like no money's coming in. Right. So yeah. I lost I lost my truck, um, you know, lost my relationship lost source of income and then i got depressed mm. like depressed so i actually uh stayed in the back room and uh there was three windows uh two of them had like thick cur- uh thick uh uh blankets on them so it was pitch black uh and then another one had plywood on it uh so it was pitch black all day every day I didn't come out for about six months. I lost 75 pounds in six months. Mm. And I'm I'm about 190, 192 right now. So can you imagine me losing with 75 pounds? Mm-mm-mm. I was like sick, bro. And I had dated uh, my wife at the time. And, you know, we had separated. And she came and seen me for some reason. I don't know how she ended up coming to see me. And I came out the room, bro. And she was like, are you okay? Mm. And that's when I was like, am I? And I'm like, man, I got to go to a church, bro. Like, I just, I got to go to church. And I was raised Catholic. So things triggered in my mind, like, you know, growing up Catholic, it was like, you know, something bad happens. You just go to church, you know, and then like, you know, whatever you do your thing, like whatever it is that they do. And then you come out, you good. So I was like, man, I got to go to church this Sunday. It was, like, it was like a reset. Yeah. So I was like, man, I got to go to church this Sunday. <laughs> so I told my cousin, I said, who had a truck. And I was like, hey, man, let's go to church. He's like, yeah, let's go. So we went to church. And, man, I felt worse than when I came in. Mm. Like, man, this is weird, man. Like, I was supposed to feel good, like, be better. Like, what is going on? I'm like, let's go get something to eat. Well, we went to my uh, a local Mexican restaurant where I used to work at. And I worked there for about five, six years. And there was a guy that would come in there, bro, all the time. And um, he'd get enchiladas, cheese enchiladas, no cheese on his beans, though. Still don't understand why. Uh, And that's all he would get, bro. And I remember one time uh, he ordered that and then I gave him his change. And he goes, nah, man, you gave me too much. And I go, nah, Justin, this is, this is your, this is your change, man. It's 1295. Like, this is your change. And he goes, oh, my bad, man. He's like, I just, you know, I used to do a lot of drugs back in the day and so on and so forth. He goes, but I know Jesus now, so I'm good. Now, at the time, I think I was probably like 16, 17 or 18. I can't remember correctly, like what age. So I'm like, whatever, Jesus, you know, like, right? Like, I don't even know what that means, bro. So 
uh, when we go to eat lunch, this guy is sitting right there, bro. So I just I thought about that moment and I'm like, he's got to he's got to have a church that he goes to. So I waited till he's done with his lunch. And, he, and then I, you know, I greeted him. He's like, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, it's been a long time, probably like two, three years since I've seen you. And I go, man, are you still going to church? He goes, yeah, I, I just got done with church. And I said, can you take me to your church? And he goes, yeah, yeah. Like he was, you know, he wasn't expecting that. He had just got done eating his enchiladas, man. He was on Mexican coma. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. Mexican food coma. And uh, mm-hmm. he goes, yeah, yeah, man, sure. Like, you know, I'll pick you up and we'll go eat lunch. And I'm like, man, I like these Christians already, bro. Like they, they want to take <laughs> you out to lunch, you know, all, all that good stuff, man. So I'm like, this is great. And, uh, man, I went to church that, that following Sunday, he picked me up and that was the church where I'm, I still been at 13 years strong. And, um, man, I see my pastor now, pastor Sean Gustafson. And, uh, man, at the end of the service, when he said, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and savior, raise your hand. And I was like, both hands, my feet, my toes, my hairs. I'm like, I'm bro. Can you see me? Do you see me? And, um, yeah, man. So, you know, long answer to your question, but it was, it was that moment when I was depressed for six months, last 75 pounds. My wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, you know, came to see me. She's like, are you okay? And, um, that's when I was like, I'm probably not okay. And, you know, that was, that was the beginning, man, of, of me, of a new me. Mm. Yeah, that's dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got it. That's a good testimony, man, because I didn't know, when I met you, I didn't know what you was going through spiritually, but I remember this. I remember the studio making beats, and I was thinking to myself, like, damn, it's dark in here. But I, I, didn't, know. I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you know that place burnt down after we moved out? Mm. It burnt down, at, and it started in my room. Mm. And then they put up another house after that, and it burnt down from the same room, bro. Mm. The third one now has been successful. But on the third one, after I found out about the second, I was like, I didn't took some authority over the place. And I was like, look, I mean, that ain't safe for whoever's moving in there. So I'm like, you know, whatever happened there, yeah, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You know, you got to go. Like, that's that's dead and gone. And then, you know, thankfully, that the the last house that's there now is, is standing. But, bro. Like it was, it was a dark place, man. It was a dark place. And, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad you survived that. You ain't get hurt in that. You know what I'm saying? It, it, ain't, it ain't happening when you was there. So no. you know, she said, that's, that's a God, that's God way telling you don't go back to it. You know, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, I like, I, a matter of fact, I visit your church because, um, yeah, me and my wife and my family, we came and visited your church one time before we left Rochester. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you remember? Uh, well, it was years ago. Is it? Yeah, but yeah. I remember because I was like, you know, I was like, man, what's up with Chico, man? He's still doing this thing. And you was like, man, I got another church. I found it was right over by my house where I stayed at across the, the, the highway from you. Yeah. And you, you, I came over and I seen you. And I was like, oh, man, that's what's up, man. And I see you doing your thing. I said, yeah, man, oh, praise God. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's man, that's, that's home. Good. That's home. 
So, you know, I'm always checking on you. you know, I call my brother and I'm like, man, y'all seen Chico? And I'm like, man, I ain't seen Chico, but I heard she's still going to church doing this thing. I say, okay, okay. So I'm always watching you. Don't think I ain't watching you. <laughs> you know, I'm on your page. I'm checking you out. I'm like, okay, I see him eating healthy, wife cooking up healthy food. You know what I'm saying? You working out. You got your treadmill. I say, okay, I see you. I see you. Yeah, yeah. We trying, man. You know, we, again, man, just, you know, just working the right habits, doing what I think, you know, what I believe God wants us to do right now, you know, and yeah. um, making sure that my nose are strong because a lot of opportunities coming our way. So, yes, indeed. Yeah. Chrissy say, Brooklyn still be asking about you too. Ah, man. I love the kids, bro. I love the kids, <laughs> man. Love yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, she always be saying, hey, Dad, remember you taught me how to drive? We was going to um, Chico house. And remember you was, I said, yeah, I remember. I remember. She like, man. <laughs> she like, you came and got me and took me to the mall. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, I think I seen your kids the other day, you know, speaking of social media and stuff, I, I was, you know, uh, going through some of your pictures and I seen your kids. I'm like, wow, bro. Like, yeah, there's some grown kids, dude. Yeah, like, I got the, we got the link up, man. Y'all now that flat out on the floor to, Enjoy this weather, you know. That that's literally our favorite place. Where do you stay? Tampa, you said, Orlando? No, I was in Tampa. I'm in um Orlando now. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's it's nice, you know. How how uh, how hot is it there right now? Seventy five. Um. Yeah, it's about seventy five. I might. Yeah, I can feel the heat coming through the blinds. Yeah, Ooh. it's about seventy five. You know, I might I might jump in the pool if it hits eighty. Okay, <laughs> we got a pool. Yeah, and congratulations to you too, man. I seen you lost a lot of weight, bro. You look great. Oh man, you, you know look I look great. I'm trying. Oh, it's eighty one. Oh, yeah, it's about that time. So okay. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, hey, I've been trying to eat right, man. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, stay healthy. I, you know what I'm saying. Sometimes I cheat. You know, I can't. I got these kids. They come in with all these snacks, and sometimes like, and I and I heard you say like, man, it's not when your body craving for that sugar. <sighs> Oh my God. And I'll be trying to tell them, like, yo, y'all, you one one time you eat sugar, tomorrow you'll be eating it again. And next day, next you know it's a lifestyle. I'm like, man, we can't we can't be doing this, man. Yeah. 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 So I know I'll be like, man. But uh yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on. It's been about an hour now, man. Anything you want to say before we cut it out? Because you know, right. You got the flow, man. You got the flow. No, I, I would say, man, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure talking to you again, man, and I uh, appreciate everybody listening. I think uh, we said what we needed to say, and uh, I look forward to, you know, uh, linking up soon. But thank you, man. It's been a pleasure. All right, man. Your boy, Julio. He going to be motivating y'all, man. So make sure y'all follow his podcast. You got a podcast. Tell him about your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Motivate Me podcast. Um, you know, I'm going to start a new series here soon. Um just got a new equipment. I uh, took a little break because I didn't want to just, you know, talk, talk, talk. But I wanted to have some tangible to share. So we're coming up. Um, we're coming new. We're coming strong. And, uh, you know, still motivating people and provoking action in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Don't stop because I um I like the videos, man. I'll be watching them. And then um when they stroll and they go and go. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm back to the old videos. I'm like, man, what new stuff at? So then I'm on, I'm on YouTube looking for the new stuff. So, man, don't don't give up, bro. Because yes, we're still watching you. We're still watching you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So my boy Chico, 
Julio motivate me, motivate me. Julio yes, motivate me. I gotta get used to that one, man. Because yeah. you do motivate me for real, for real. Like appreciate that. For real, for real. Like before we even got on the podcast, before I even thought about having a podcast, and I wanted to try to tell you and let you know, like, man, you motivate me more than I think. I think you motivate me more than I motivated you, man. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that means a lot, man. bro. Hey, you and you don't even know. Yeah. So, I'm glad having you on the Fan Mission podcast, Family on the Mission. We still G staffing it out here. So you know what I'm <laughs> yes, indeed. Yep, my boy Chico. Cool, man. Let's go. Peace.